Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. So Key heard that, you know, Key started going in. Yates played the ether beat because he was reacting to Dan Orlovsky. We were talking about Tua Tungavailoa, and Mike McDaniel, his innovative head coach, right, was talking about how Tua does martial arts and it helps him brace, you know, and, and diffuse the impact. of sh- And good for me, good for Tua and, and Mike McDaniel. They're trying whatever. They're just trying something. Yeah, See trying. if they, you yeah, know, whatever, wrong with that. Whatever it is, if, if he... If he had to go swimming for eight hours and it helps him. Whatever, you day, try. Whatever. And maybe it try. doesn't ha- help, but at least it might. So you got to give it a shot. Okay, so so Dan Orlovsky tweeted, Dude, Keyshawn, Tua didn't get injured by guys running scot-free. He got injured by poor O-line spacing, bad running back blocking, and him holding on to the rock too long. It, it seems as though Dan is saying – this is a prescription on how to fix it, Key. And if they fix these things, then you don't have to worry about Tua so much. What do you say to that? So, you, so you're going to tell me that he's going to have 100% of the time he's going to be protected, and Von Miller's never going to get to a quarterback ever. He's going to face great offensive tackles where he's never getting to him. Quentin Williams is never get to him. Bosa's never going to get to him. Uh, a corner coming off a cat corner blitz out of the slot will never get to him, or a corner cat blitz or a free safety blitz or whatever you want to describe a rush. is saying Dan is saying he's ne- they're never going to get to him because it's going to be protected across the board. They're going to count every single uh, defensive player out and say, you got him, you got him, you got him, you got him, you got him. It's going to go 100% of the time all the way through. Yeah. That's incorrect. Okay, and the in the in the reason that it's incorrect is because I don't like when guys try to play on the emotions of a fan base or the emotions on people that may not know as much football as us. So when a guy comes scot free, yes, it's bad protection. He still came scot free. It's blitz pickup. The 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 running back decided on a on a, a blitz pickup off the edge that he's going to take the outside guy instead of the inside guy who comes scot-free and hits him on his backside because the right tackle fanned out and the running back did something totally different. That is scot-free. So I have no idea what the hell Dan is talking about. And Dan should know better. He played the quarterback position. He got chased by somebody in Jared Allen coming scot-free. So that is part of the league. I'm not saying that Tua can't protect himself with this this martial arts. All I'm saying is if you're getting hit in the head many different ways, your head can snap back and hit the turf. Somebody could come because he didn't get picked up and you didn't see him, and then all of a sudden he hits you illegally. Now what? I mean, all, all of those sort of things are always a concern for me. I'm not a Miami Dolphin Tua hater. I don't give a damn what nobody say on social media. I'm talking about what the coach said. I've never seen it, but at the end of the day, like you say, Max, 
whatever you could do to secure his health and make sure that he's there for you on Sundays, you do. Whatever it is, if he, like I said, if he had to swim eight hours straight to protect his health so he could be there, I'm all for it. If you like it, I love it. Yeah, let me, let me. But Dan is completely wrong. Let, He's let me, playing on the social down, media game. Let me break down what I see here, okay? Two is trying things to protect himself. And Mike yes. McDaniel is in favor of it. And we all are. And by the way, I'm rooting hard for Tua. Yes. And one of the reasons I'm rooting hard for him is he, be- he was becoming the best version of what he might have been. Even you gave him credit, Key, when you were like, I wonder how that travels. I don't believe in that traveling to the cold weather at the end of the year. But you admitted they played well in Buffalo. They just lost. He had him scared to death. Right. And that, so that was something that you did not anticipate but gave it up when you saw it. So, okay, variety of reasons, too, is easy to root for. You are not saying so, – so Dan seems to be saying that, look, the issue for Tua – is that is not the issue for Tua is that there hasn't been perfect offensive line play, and that includes the 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 line, the running back, chipping, whatever, it is, like the whole thing, right? Okay, and what you're saying is, Dan, even with perfect O line play, you can play perfectly. An elite defensive end is still going to get around your tackle sometimes. The, 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 the defensive coordinator that you talk about with the dandruff on his shoulder and he's just an old wizard dialing up plays, is some kind of, he's going to dial up a corner back blitz and the dude's going to get there. Something's going to happen. Tua will get hit. So the, the issue for Tua is simply that because he's already been concussed in, yes. by the way, within four days of the two, of the two neurological yes, events, absolutely. That, that we have a legitimate and reasonable reason to believe that it's going to be very difficult for him to dance between the raindrops and have that not happen again, no matter what you do. Yeah, and, and when you talk about things like guys coming scot-free, protections are put into place. Lawrence Taylor went up against great defensive, I mean, offensive tackles. Guys like Hall of Famers like Jackie Slater. You don't think he ever got to Jim Everett or ever got to other quarterbacks going up against Hall of Famers? You don't think Walter Jones has ever given up a sack or Trent Williams has ever given up a sack or Jonathan Ogden or or, or a running back has missed a blitz pickup or running back fanned out to take the, the wider guy instead of the inside guy when he should take the inside guy to make the wider guy go wide around so the quarterback can step up in the pocket? These sort of things. Or Bill Belichick just dialed something up that there was no way you could see it coming. So, against good offensive lines. You don't think Troy Aikman, all them years that he played with Hall of Fame offensive linemen, you don't think Troy Aikman got sacked because all of a sudden somebody didn't do something right? I got the analogy for you, Key. Key, I got the analogy for you. Ready? In boxing, you can have a great defensive fighter, Floyd Mayweather, Pernell Whitaker, someone like that, right? There is no way to box and not get hit. I don't care. You can't say, well, if only he had tucked his elbow better. You will. That's the business. You will get hit cleanly. doesn't matter who you are. The thing in boxing is to make sure you don't get hit with a combination. Like yes. you might clip Floyd once, clip Purnell once, but you're not going to catch him with a, with a two, three, four. It's not going to happen, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so your point seems to me to be, even if you're the best offensive line ever and you protect your quarterback better than anyone ever so you don't give up multiple hits like, like he might get with another scheme or situation, yeah. he's going to get hit. This is football. It's a hitting yes. game. Yes, and it's different playing receiver, Max. So when I line up at the receiver position, I can see the entire field. 
Now my eyes go straight to the safeties when I'm running my route. Now I know when Steve Atwater is coming, when Darren Woodson was coming, when Ed Reed was coming, and I run a dig, and I can see them get that jump. I can see them get the jump, and I'm saying to myself, I'm about to get splattered. But I have the ability in the air to twist my body to protect myself so I'm not getting hit in the chin, I'm getting hit in the back. This is totally different at the quarterback position. When is a left-hander, he's depending on his right side to protect him because when he drops back, his back is turned. All of a sudden, that right tackle, we, we scheme something up really, really well, and we put we overload the right side. And we all of a sudden overload it with Nick Bosa and Von Miller. And they do an ET stun of some sort. And that tackle whiff. And the running back doesn't pick it up. Tua doesn't see that. So that's somebody coming scot-free that can tee off on him. This is where I take issue with Dan. Because he act like he doesn't know. He act like he doesn't understand it. But maybe he doesn't, though. I mean, sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. To extend the boxing analogy... The other thing, so first of all, the greatest defensive ones don't get hit with two threes and fours. They get hit with one at a time occasionally, right? So even if it was perfect, if you were the Floyd Mayweather or Pernell Whitaker of offensive lines, everything was you're going to get clipped. Then the question becomes, when that one shot does get through sometimes, how's your chin, right? So Floyd and Pernell, when they did get clipped, even by big punchers, were able to shake it off, fight through it. Come back. Right? They didn't have glass jaws, in other words. The issue with Tua is that because of what happened last year, because in my view, they made a mistake in how quickly they brought him back. Now the concern is, it doesn't mean Key is right about it or I'm right about it. We're just saying the concern is when he inevitably takes another shot like that. What are we going to see? What are we going to see? Is he going to be able to take the shot or is that compromised now because of what already happened? Look, man, let me tell you something. You know, I'm laughing, I'm giggling, because here it comes. The, here it comes. You know, I played backs a long time in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I did pretty well for myself. In the end, I've been around football long enough, and I've seen guys sustain concussions, take time off, come back. The moment they get tapped, the moment that they get tapped, it reoccurs. Here it is again. Here we go again. Here we go again. Right, so I've seen it. That's my only conversation. Yeah. It doesn't mean I've it's going it to happen that way. It just means that, that there's a legitimate reason to be concerned about yeah. it. And in terms yes. of modeling the future, you might say, hey, this is a high-risk situation, and if no they, matter what and you if, do. And if, they, and if he stays healthy, the Dolphins are going to be a tough out. Jalen Ramsey, Xavier Howard on the corners. Mm-hmm. We already know what they got on the speed perimeter. Jalen Waddle added on a few pounds of muscle. We already know what they got. Key, they brought some corners in. They brought yeah. some guys yeah. in the secondary because that's Absolutely. a that's they got Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen in the division. Mike T was talking about this the other day. They start to load, or, or no, Herm was talking about it. They start to to, to load up on guys in the secondary. The Dolphins yeah. are a they lot. They know the Dolphins are going to be a hard out if he stays healthy. I just never seen more mixed martial arts. I can't visualize how it helps you from a concussion standpoint. Yeah, because all we're talking about well, when we talk about Tua's health. We're talking about his concussion. If you see, I could see where it could help you theoretically if you see the shot coming and you have time to kind brace. of brace. But what yeah. we're talking about is the blind side hit yes. where the, the, the defensive end's lowering that shoulder, hitting you in the small of the back, or, or, and you're going or, down in a wave and your head hits or, the turf. Or you got 
all you got to do like Warren Sapp over the center or Boogie McFarlane over the center, and all of a sudden at the snap he grabs, boom, rips through, and snatches you to the ground. You don't have time. Helmet, helmet's going down first. Yeah, yeah you don't have yeah. time. Stop that, man. Stop it. Have they done enough, though? Because we're talking about playing the percentages, and, and the percentages in tackle football – for a guy who suffered multiple concussions within a short period of time and you're worried about his wiring now, have they done enough to protect him, right? Have they, have they, have they at least stacked the deck into his favor? What was the buzz like in Jersey this week around Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? Because they're competing against Tua and the Dolphins, KJM. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we're brought to you by Beacon. Beacon and Beacon Pro Plus app helps roofers get things done from anywhere 24-7. Beacon, always building. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter with us, of course, now. You hear from the intro music. It's got to be Diana. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Good morning. It is good to be here. Got a holiday weekend coming up here, which means nothing to us. (laughs) We all work, but uh, hopefully. I got Monday off. You do? I do. I've never what? heard of you having a day off. Yes, but for those listening, driving into work, I hope they have the Monday what it's going to be like. What are you going to do? Anything good? good? Well, yeah, going out east. Going out east. Going out east. I know what that know. means. That you know means what that means. It's places that I can't afford. That's what that sounds like to me. Hardly. Hard to imagine <laughs> Diana Rossini not being able to. Right, so, Diana, what was your biggest takeaway from Jets OTA? Yeah, so I was over there on Tuesday, and I got to tell you, there was so much excitement as soon as I showed up. Uh, head coach Robert Sala talked to the media first to start the day, and he just shared so much of the positivity that's around that building right now, everything that Aaron Rodgers has brought in, how much he's championed the messaging that Sala and Joe Douglas have really tried to present to this team over the years. And then we go out there, and the first 15 minutes, you know, he pulls up with this calf strain. Uh, after throwing those medicine balls, which, but watching him do it, he even looked awkward throwing the medicine balls. And he wound up telling us later that it's something he hadn't done in 18 years. Uh, so I'm sure we'll never see Aaron Rodgers throw a medicine ball again because, you know, I'm sure he'll adjust that workout. Uh, that being said, uh, look, you know, it, it, we didn't get to actually see him throw the football. Like, I never saw him do anything with the offense. I saw uh, Zach Wilson, who, who actually had a great day. 
Um, if, if he was the starting quarterback, I probably would be sitting here right now saying, hey, uh, Zach Wilson's has already made improvements. I've seen it. I saw a different version of him in just seven on seven. I know, and I know that's not a lot, but uh, he looked really sharp. And even talking to some coaches afterwards, they 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 all they added to that uh, to that same opinion and sentiment and observation that I made. But but look, here's the story for Jets fans listening. If if you want to know about what's going on there, uh, you know you have a, a, a an elite athlete, one of the best players to play the game in the building and is completely changing the energy there, the excitement, uh, and the standard. You know, the Jets have been trying to instill a certain type of culture there, and now they have a player that is in the building, in the meetings, on the field, doing everything that this organization wants to do in terms of the positive, and, and, and everyone's bought in. As much as we talk about, is Aaron Rodgers all in? Is he all in? Not only is he all in, but everyone's receiving it well. And, you know, I know it's only May, but this is a really, really good start for the Jets. Yeah, Key, it's a team that was really a quarterback away. And when you're a quarterback away and you get Aaron Rodgers, you got to be feeling good about yourself. Yeah, they, they, they probably are one of the top five, six teams in AFC with Aaron Rodgers. It just depends on how it shakes out. I know you were at Jets uh, OTAs and, and kind of, you know, hanging around. I don't want to call it snooping around, but hanging around. But you also – know a lot of information throughout the league, and the Baltimore Ravens certainly made some changes in the offseason, bringing in Tom Mucken from Georgia to fix this stale offense, as I call it. They want to throw the ball more with Lamar, run less with him. What do you think about the idea of this new-look offense that they have installed in, in Baltimore? Okay, I will believe it when I see it, okay? Yes. Do I think that they're going to make some adjustments here and, and, and allow Lamar to throw the ball more in certain situations. But we know what his skill set is in terms of his strength and how difficult he is to defend when he's mobile, when he's using his legs. And think about how much the run game, his own run game, has opened up the passing game. So do I think that they're going to be adding a little bit more of the passing game to this? Yes. But I'll always go back to what defensive coordinators around the league always share with me when they were prepping for the Baltimore Ravens. Greg Roman and Lamar Jackson are a headache to prepare for. Teams hate facing them because they never, they, they couldn't figure out a way to stop him in so many different situations. And they knew one mistake, he was off and running. And how many times did we see a key? So while I do believe that there's some excitement there, you know, you heard Lamar say yesterday that the receivers, they're going to be so happy. They love what they're seeing on tape on, on, on what Monken wants from them. I just don't believe that we're going to see a completely different type of offense. They're going to go with what works for them, and that's Lamar Jackson being dynamic with his legs. Yeah, I, I think he still will have some elements of that in the, in the offense, no question about it, because you can't take away the, the, his strength. But you certainly could take away him running quarterback dives on third and six. You certainly could take away him lining up at the tailback position, toss sweeping, and I think that is more so – realizing, like Lamar said, you can only run the football so much in this league if you plan on going to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl. You've got to put the ball in the air. You've got to push it down the field on certain downs and distance. And, and you look at where Baltimore has been and what they do. Sometimes they just decided, hell, we're not even going to throw the ball. We're going to run it. 
when all you got to do is throw a little chippy to pick up the first down. They were trying to run the football. So I think that that's where you're going to see a big change in how you call plays with a guy like Munkin, Munkin instead of Greg Roman, who has more of a, I don't know, a run background, so to speak, not overall sophisticated in the passing game. But I understand there's skepticism around them changing up their offense, but they did go out there and get a plethora of wide receivers. They spent money in that area to shore up the passing game. Yeah, you have Zay Flowers, Nelson Aguilar, OBJ, right, as as their weapons now. But look, I, I think who is Lamar always comfortable throwing the ball to? Who is always his Andrews. security blanket, right? Mark Andrews is, is, is always the guy he's going to go to. I don't think that's going to change. Do I think Zay Flowers and, and Nelson Aguilar give some speed OBJ gives that intermediate uh, option. A- absolutely. But I still think Mark Andrews but is going to be his go-to Isn't guy. it like, you know, Key will bring this up with the Chiefs when they lost Tyreek Hill. He'll be fine because the guy who moves the chains, Kelsey, his real, as you say, you know, the guy he's really targeting is still there. Mm-hmm. So, so Lamar has that. Maybe you'll see fewer three tight end sets and everything, but he has that guy to hit. And now he has what Mahomes had last year, but on steroids, so to speak, <laughs> right? Like yeah. pumped up versions of of role-playing receivers, but when those guys playing roles are Odell Beckham Jr. And, and Rashad Bateman, who maybe could still be a number one, like he hasn't been on the field enough to really find out, and Zay Flowers, who looks good, even that little extra dimension of explosiveness. I mean, they win almost every game they play, right? So now that gives them the kind of offense that may also succeed in the playoffs, yeah, I think. It's yeah. adding another threat, right? Yeah. It's forcing the defense to now perhaps have to think and worry about the passing game with receivers that can actually get the job done because he hasn't had them. That, Ever. That, that being said, you, you brought up a great point. They, they win most of the games that Lamar Jackson's on the field, right? Yeah, period. So, they, don't, you know. so, so don't change that much of what he does. By the way, they had fourth quarter leads in every game in which Lamar Jackson played last year. Think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see, the problem that they've had in the past, die is they won most, most of the games with Lamar, but the games that they didn't win is because they didn't have the element of the passing game to push them over the top. For whatever reason, they just didn't evolve in that area. A guy doesn't get fired as an offensive coordinator or part ways or whatever happened in that situation, and then they go out and get another guy whose strength is the passing game if that's not what they want to do. Because the run, running the football with Lamar, you're only running three or four plays. Right? You're running a quarterback draw. You're putting him in a position to run a quarterback sweep and basically a counter with the quarterback. That's, those are three simple plays that he's going to run by design. Everything else is because protection breaks down or the receivers aren't getting open. He's got to pull it naturally down and go. That's a normal – you're going to get that anyway. Mm-hmm. It's the design so, stuff so is it that fair? always worried me. But, but here, here's the thing, Key, you know this. At this point in his career, it is so, it's got to be very difficult to change what you do instinctively, right? He's always going to have that inclination – to run. And, and I think remember, they're going to be okay though, with that, though. I think that's going to work for them. Guys, before yeah, we get remember, out of here. Remember, Die in college, he threw the football. So it's not anything new to him. Yeah, he even threw it when he won the rush. When different pass di- rush. Right? Yeah, no question. No question. But he's still in his brain. He still knows how to do it. Yes. D- d- before we get out of here, real quick. Super Bowl contender. Uh, Key had him fourth uh, in the AFC or in the, in the league, Key? The Ravens. Remember. 
for I Super Bowl. But I agree with that. I I agree with that because you had he had Philly won because it's the easier yeah, it was conference a, it was on an, paper. It was in the league. It was City, in the league. It was Bengals, league. right. You're right. Bengals and then the Ravens. I agree with that because even all banged up, they were winning most of their games last year with yeah. Lamar. Where are you on? Who does he have? I'm sorry. I want to look at that. Eagles won. Eagles won. Because an easier path. Correct. Kansas City, two, because it's Kansas City. Bengals, three. Ravens, four. Oh, no, no, no. I have Buffalo. Why are we missing the Buffalo Bills? Because they never advance in the playoffs very much, ever. I'm always going to lean into the consistency. Look, they they just. There's my my list right there, Di. Philly, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Baltimore. And then my you favorite could, bonus yeah. pick is the New Orleans Saints, yeah. which everybody yeah, yeah. hates. You can figure that one out. That. <laughs> I, you don't have to address it. That's I, where the Bills should so be. So right? those listening, you couldn't see my face when they get when they put up the the graphic of, of Key's list there, and I saw the Saints, and my thought was, oh, they have the wrong list up. They made a mistake there. No, 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 no. Key's all in on the Saints. You know what, Key? This is why you're good at what you do. You take the risks, and if you come out on top, I'll be the first out here to be like, Key called it back in May. I disagree with you. I appreciate that you think Derek Carr is going to go in here and carry this team and be the fifth best team in the NFL. Uh, I just don't see. I think Josh Allen, I think Aaron Rodgers, I think uh, you know you, you missed a few teams there. I would even put the New York Giants above the New Orleans Saints at I this agree. point. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. And we're going to do rapid fire here. Dan Graziano's 32 quarterback questions is what we're using as questions to answer. That's available now on ESPN.com and ESPN+. Plus. Take it away, Nuno. All right, the first question is Sam Howell really an NFL starter, and what are the implications for the commanders if he isn't? Key, we'll start with you. Well, I think he could potentially be an NFL starting quarterback. If you remember him coming out of uh, North Carolina, he was highly praised. People thought that he would, could potentially be the first quarterback off the board, so on, so on. I think Eric Bieniemy coming over there, calling the plays, certainly could put him in a position to showcase his skill set. Now, if it doesn't work out, I really don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I know that uh, they got the backup of Jacoby Brissett there, but at the same time, what is that? You mean Andy Reid calling the plays? 
I'm going to give Andy Reid the credit if it works out, Key. If it doesn't work out, then we'll blame the enemy. From afar. Yeah, from afar, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, look, it's possible. It's hard to tell with guys at that level. I just point out that starting quarterback in the NFL, if you mean over the long haul, not just over one season or part of a season, man, that's got to be a pretty good player. It's got to be a pretty good player. And he fits what they want to do. Ron Rivera said it many times. They want to play defense, they want to run the football, and they want the quarterback to make some precise decisions, but they don't want to put the football in the quarterback's hands. Limit mistakes and and make the throws when he has to, right? My type of football. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so a lot of people have are falling in love with the Lions and think they have Super Bowl aspirations. So is Jared Goff good enough to lead the Lions to playoff success? You know, they do have Super Bowl aspirations. You said that many people think they have Super Bowl aspirations. Yes, they do. All 32 teams do. But I don't think the Lions are going to the Super Bowl. I think they have an opportunity to maybe go to a playoff game or two. They certainly had a nice team. But they beat teams that was – they beat teams that I like to say are branded, have the nice logo, like the Green Bay Packers. Oh, my God, they finally beat Green Bay. So everybody goes crazy. I would slow it down. I think they got a good foundation. They're building onto something. Aaron Glenn got the defense turned around late in the year. I'm not all in on the Lions the way most people are. It's the sexy pick, I guess, for this year that they may do something. But I don't think so, New. I think they might make a playoff game or two, and that's pretty much it. I'm one of those people who believe in the Lions. I think they have uh, they were pretty good last year. I think they're getting better. Dan Campbell, who I was highly skeptical of at first, because those kind of theatrics a lot of times, it's like, come on, man, you're trying to do too much. But they play for him. I think. What do you think of Ben Johnson as an O coordinator, uh, Key? Because fine. that's a high flying offense. Like, no, they're, they're 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 look, they're okay, man. They're not. They they, they are okay. They were scoring a they're lot not, of points, man. A lot they're of okay. points. And, okay. and here's the thing about Jared Goff. He was the number one overall pick for a reason. It's not like he didn't make the Pro Bowl several times I, I, and go I to understand. the Super Bowl. I understand. I've told you guys that many times. Jared Goff is not a slouch. He's no, a he's good, pretty good. He's a good quarterback. Yeah. But I just don't think that the Lions are where they need to be in terms of getting to the Super Bowl. I, I, I think Jared Goff. Well, the question is, can he be successful in the playoffs? We've seen it. He's been in a, in a, by the way, a Super Bowl where he had to face a Belichick defense that kept the score down, but they lost by, like, it was not much. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, remember, he can I have don't playoff remember success. his playoff. I don't think he, the year they went to the Super Bowl, I don't think he had a good playoff run. I don't, I don't remember th- if the playoff run was great either. I do know that they were advancing in the playoffs, and it was a high-flying offense. And he was the quarterback. He had to be doing something right, Key. Uh, and our friends at Caesars with the Lions, have them favored to win that division, and they're over-under at nine and a half. Wait, why is Yates cracking up? Uh, I don't know, because Pat's probably saying something ridiculous. What did Pat say? I need to know. Well, he's trying to, they're, trying to, uh, they're not even paying attention to the show. Right. And well, why does Pat well, have a Jalen and Jacoby sweatshirt on, and he works on KJM? Pat but loves you know, like Jalen and Jacoby here. I didn't say we didn't, but I just want to know why. It's free. Okay. Free, right. Yeah, send well, him it's free is for us, dog. No, you we... We were okay. So the reason you could we send were, him a sweatshirt that says "I am a dumbass." He'll wear it if it's free. Go ahead. Probably the reason we were laughing What's is because fight? a girl redesigned the Detroit Lions logo once to be the Detroit Lions, and it was funny. And that was it. Ah. Okay. Uh, anyway, back let's, to you guys. Yeah, I'm sorry I asked. Yeah. Sorry, dude. I'm let's sorry get, about that. Yes, let's get back to this. So, Key, what does womp, womp. what does the short and long term future hold for Kyler Murray in Arizona? Well, the short term future says that he needs to get healthy. 
Uh, I don't anticipate him coming back week one. I don't know when he'll come back, but I doubt that it'll be week one. When he comes back and he's healthy, he's got to do a better job of finishing. He's got to change his attitude. There's too many people with too many reports coming out of Arizona that he's a little bit of a problem for them. He likes to take his ball and run home. So I think the long-term future is there for him. I think they would like to have a guy do the right things based on all the money that they gave him, but it's remained to be seen what that is. In the short-term future, um, I just hope that youth isn't wasted on the young, but I'm afraid it will be with Kyler Murray, and maybe years from now he'll look back and go, man, I wish I was a little bit more open to what people were saying about me at the time. And uh, I don't think there is a tall-term future. So, you know, we'll see. Oh, God. What was, it? What was that supposed to be? Yeah, bump, bump, bump. Long term, I don't believe in yeah. him. What, what can I – like, I don't believe I, – I thought he was going to be a superstar at one point because he was lighting it up, and the, and the Cardinals were winning early in every season, but he wore down as the season wore on, and that didn't even turn out to be his biggest problem. His biggest problem is his own teammates won't stop calling him out for being immature. All right, last one. How much longer for Matthew Stafford, and what's next for the Rams? Well, I don't know how much longer for Matthew Stafford. I think he'll play as long as he is capable of playing and effective. The Rams, they're in a rebuilding mode. They'll finish. They'll fight with the Cardinals in the division to finish dead last. Um, you know, Matthew's had some offseason surgeries and things of that nature. He's just got to stay healthy. They don't have a whole lot. I mean, I, I be honest with you, I only know – Maybe Cam Akers, who else? So the Cooper Cup, Cam Akers, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, and who else? That's all I – that's John McVay, right? Raheem Morris. That's all I know about the Rams. I don't know anything else about them. It's like everybody on their team is gone. Matthew Stafford has a chance to be the second-best quarterback, if he's healthy, in the conference. Because Dak Prescott's – look, Matthew Stafford's a little unfair because he straddles two eras. It's almost like a player like – Carmelo Anthony or something in the NBA. Hard to judge because the standards changed as his, as his career went along. But Stafford had elite arm talent when he entered the league. The numbers now don't look as good as they might have looked, but he's very good. And in the playoffs, he was great. He was great in that Super Bowl run, something a guy like Dak Prescott has never been in the playoffs, not at that level. So, and he's been on good teams. So I think Stafford, if he's healthy for a bad team right now, has a chance to be the second-best quarterback in the conference. It's just not a very strong team, quarterback Max. conference. I, know, I understand. I understand. They are very But bad we've seen him ball out on bad teams in Detroit, right? You said, Even if it's like, I don't know what it was, but off the and top of my head, him, 26 and touchdowns actually, and 10 yeah. picks, but had him in games. Yeah, but you also see, saw him get broken up messing around on those bad teams. Well, you're tr- that's true. That's so, true. Can't deny it. The Rams are just a bad, they're just a bad team. They, they may be a good team next year, the year after, whatever, but right now – like I said, I, I can only probably name five Ram players, and that's yeah. a shame. All right, so meantime, guys, police conducted a welfare check on – and by welfare check, I mean a checkup on the person's well-being. On the Grizzlies' Ja Morant after social media posts from Ja. We're going to get into that coming up, KJM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Police conducted a check on the well-being of Grizzlies guard John Morant. So why did they do this? Well, Ja put out some, I think it's fair to say, cryptic messages on his Instagram account Wednesday. Um, After the police checked up on him, they said that he's taking a break from social media. Officials are telling ESPN he's just, quote, taking a break from social media. That's what he meant, I guess, by the following. Earlier Wednesday, he posted and then deleted Messages and pictures to social media, and here, here's the quote, Key. Love you, love your ma, blue heart emoji. Love your pops, blue heart emoji. And quote, you the greatest baby girl, blue heart emoji, love you. And then he followed those posts. Here's the quote, bye, B-Y-E, like goodbye. So, look, people, I think, reasonably considering he has seemed, by his own admission, had, he's had a hard time dealing with stress. And he's made several kind of uh, unforced errors publicly on his Instagram posts, right? And he's gotten himself into some trouble, cost himself a lot of money. Uh, here we have a list of it on ESPN2 right now. Alleged off-court incidents, 2002. He threatened the head of security at Memphis Mall, 2002. 22, sorry, both of those 22. Punched a 17-year-old, flashed a gun. January 29 of this year, he rode an SUV that pointed a laser at, at, at Pacers team bus. March 4th of this year, he's shown in a video with a gun on his own Instagram live in a club. And May 13th, after getting into trouble for that, he shows he's shown in another video with a gun that I guess his friend who was riding with him in the car uh, put on their Instagram. So at any rate, Key, when I think when people see a guy and who then is it by his own admission, look, I'm trying. I don't know you don't believe. Basically, he said in the past, I know you don't believe me. I have to show you over time, which is the right attitude. But when someone like that posts, love your mom, love your pops, love your baby girl, basically, bye. It's reasonable to say, hey, we ought to check in on this guy, make sure he's okay, which police did. And apparently, the explanation now is he's getting off social media. Where are you with all this, Key? Yeah, I, I think it, it certainly is reasonable for people to feel a certain way about the cryptic uh, Instagram posts or tweets or whatever the case may be. When somebody puts something out there that's head-scratching um, based on some of the behavior that has uh, exhibited itself in the past. So I, I think, you know, with the police conducting a welfare check, 
I, I don't see anything wrong with that. The, the, the great thing, not the good thing, but the great thing about it is it came out fine. And, and he's, he's saying that, hey, he's just taking time away from social media. We are also in a world that reacts a certain way when we hear something or see something on social media because that's just the, the way the world revolves now, right? They, everybody wants to break down every little bit of whatever the case may be, in particular in this case with Ja, given the fact of his history, you really dive into it because you don't know what's really going on based on some of the behavior that we've seen dating back all the way to the mall incident, all the way up to the most recent uh, video with the gun. So, yeah, of course, when you start talking about love your ma and dad and the daughter and, and all of those sort of things and, and, and thanking other networks, it just it sends a, uh, a eerie feeling amongst people, especially being done at the, at the level that it was it's done at. So, you know, it all checked out fine. So I think we all are like we're good with it now. Yeah, I, I, here's my take, Key. I'm glad that, or my thoughts about it, uh, hot taking here, right? My, my thoughts about it are that I'm glad the police checked up on him. It's good that as a society, right, uh, we care about people who, that's a good thing to reinforce, care about people who were concerned about maybe doing some self-harm. Um, but I see this as fitting into a pattern with Ja, or rather I should say and, I see this fitting into a pattern with Ja, you know, think about the unforced errors he's made in the past on his own Instagram Live account in a club showing a, a firearm, right? And, and before that, before he scrubbed the, his social media accounts of, like, all these pictures of, you know, depicting him with alcohol a lot. Just, it seems to me, and even just posting this message, even though now the claim is that, no, he's just saying goodbye to social media, he's, it's, it all reads to me... Like, a, 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 I know he's, in a, he's a man, but I'm almost 50. So, like, a kid crying out for help. It seems to me that Ja does this publicly because he feels maybe it's, as he describes, it's just the stress of his position and he's dealing with it best he can. Or maybe it's other stuff we don't know about or some combination of both that's causing that stress. He wants – it's you know, I, I've encountered other young people like this, and some of them were famous athletes – where even as they defend their family or friends, whoever they're with, because they love them, they also will sometimes even explicitly say that they want to be understood, that the situation they're in is difficult. And I read this key as fitting into the other stuff. The young man wants to be understood and wants to be helped. That's how it reads to me. He's, cry- he's calling out for help. Yeah, and, and, and I wouldn't say you're wrong about reading it that way. Sometimes in, in life, no matter who you are, famous you are, you may not be famous. You don't know how to communicate. You don't know how to communicate. Your communication skills are not at the level of somebody else's. So you will go to social media uh, to cry out for help. Or you would go to uh, certain teammates or coaches or whatever the case is to have those conversations because you don't know how to communicate. And that's and a good may- thing that he's doing it, Key, because what he's it, it, you could read it like this. He's doing what he can to help himself by calling out and saying, hey, I need someone to kind of intervene here. I'm in a situation 
maybe I don't know how to sell, bring myself out of. Maybe if I make it public, they'll come and check. And they did, right? The police came. And it seems like he wants some force to intervene in his life right now because it seems to me from where I'm sitting, he's not entirely capable of fixing whatever he needs fixed. That's how it reads to and me. A, and, a, and that's fair. That's a fair assessment. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, I hope everything turns out okay, obviously, as we all do. Are, are you ready? I don't hope it all turns out okay for the Celtics. I want them to get eliminated immediately, but we're going to get into that coming up. KJM, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.